morning, everybody. I'm thanking God in advance that he's going to hold the rain off. And he will. And I was talking to a few people this morning, and we mentioned that if it rains, we won't shrink. And I said I wish we would. But it doesn't work that way. <clears throat> anyway, I did notice that if it, if it rains on me, we'll be okay. If the nuts fall on my head, uh, it might not be quite so good, but we'll be fine. Our scripture this morning is Matthew 6, 9, 14, and 15. Forgive us for our sins as we have forgiven those who sinned against us. Yes, if you forgive others for their sins, your Father in heaven will also forgive you for your sins. But if you don't forgive others, your Father in heaven will not forgive your sins. And Matthew 18, 21, 22. Later, Peter approached Jesus and said, How many times do I have to forgive my fellow believer who keeps offending me? Seven times? And Jesus answered, not seven times, Peter, but seventy times, seven times. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we look at the topic of forgiveness this morning, it's a heavy topic, God. Um, sometimes uh, our, my sermons are silly and crazy and full of fun, but the topic of forgiveness is a very serious topic, Father. And so as we look at this, I ask you to open our hearts and our minds and open our desires to forgive others and to be forgiven. And we just ask you to be with us during this service, Father. Let it all be from you and nothing from me. Thank you, Father. Amen. Forgiveness. <laughs> Not far from New York City, there's a cemetery with a gravestone that says forgiven. There's no name, there's no date of birth or death. It just simply says forgiven. And that's the greatest thing that can be said of a person or written on a gravestone, forgiven. If you were given six months to live, you might have a big issue with forgiveness. So what is forgiveness? You know, the word forgive is found 133 times in the NIV Bible. The Greek word forgive, for forgive is grace. And whenever the Bible speaks of forgiveness, it is speaking of grace. Grace is getting the opposite of what you deserve. I will repeat that. Grace is getting the opposite of what you deserve or what we deserve. Now, we're going to look at four areas of forgiveness this morning. And the first one is giving forgiveness to others. Now, many of you have heard the story of Corey Ten Boom already, but I'm just going to repeat it for those who haven't, and I think most of you have. But Corey Ten Boom survived the harsh treatment in the Ravensbrück concentration camp where so many died under the Nazis in World War II. Corey's sister, Betsy, died in Ravensbrück. And after she survived, she wrote, she wrote books on her experience and went all over the world proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. After one talk, many people were coming up to her and expressing their appreciation. In this group of people, Corey saw him coming towards her. She wrote, 
The man who was making his way forward had been a guard, one of the most cruel guards. Now he was in front of me, hand thrust out. A fine message, Fraulein, how good it is to know that, as you say, all our sins are at the bottom of the sea. And I, who had spoken so warmly of forgiveness, fumbled in my pocketbook rather than take that hand. He would not remember me, of course. How could he remember one prisoner among the thousands of women? But I remembered him. I was face to face with one of my captors, and my blood seemed to freeze. <clears throat> You mentioned Ravensbrook in your talk. He was saying, I was a guard there. No, he did not remember me. But since that time, he went on, I have become a Christian. I know that God has forgiven me for the cruel things I did there, but I would like to hear it from your lips as well. <clears throat> Fraulein, again the hand came out. Will you forgive me? And I stood there, I whose sins had been forgiven again and again. And I could not forgive. Betsy had died in that place. Could he erase her slow, terrible death simply for asking? It could have been many seconds that he stood there, hand held out, but it seemed hours as I wrestled with the most difficult thing I had ever had to do. Forgiveness is not an emotion. Forgiveness is an act of the will. And the will can function regardless of the temperature of the heart. Jesus, help me, I prayed silently. I can lift my hand. I can do that much. You supply the feeling, Jesus. And so woodenly, mechanically, I thrust out my hand into the one stretched out to me. And as I did, an incredible thing took place. The current started my shoulder, raced down my arm, sprang into our joined hands, and then this healing warmth seemed to flood my whole being, bringing tears to my eyes. I forgive you, brother, I cried. For a long moment, we grasped each other's hands, the former guard and the former prisoner. I had never known God's love so intensely as I did then. But even then, I realized it was not my love. I had tried and did not have the power. It was the power of God. <clears throat> An amazing story of forgiveness. How many of us could forgive that? <clears throat> So that is seeking forgiveness. And then there's secondly the forgiveness sought and received from others. And they kind of go hand in hand because you're giving forgiveness, you're asking forgiveness, and it's all one big motion. Colossians 3.13, Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Father and son had become estranged, and the son ran away, and later the father started looking for him. We hear about this in many families today. 
He searched for months and he could not find him. And as a last effort, the father put an ad in a newspaper and the ad read, Dear Paco, meet me in front of this newspaper office at noon on Saturday. All is forgiven. I love you, your father. On Saturday, 300 Pacos turned up looking for, for forgiveness and love from their father. It's funny, it makes us laugh, and it's very, very sad. How many people are out there looking for forgiveness? How many people are looking for somebody to forgive them? Our world is full, full of it. They say, what is that saying? The love of money is the root of all evil. I believe unforgiveness is the root of all evil. If any of you are looking for forgiveness, if anyone you know is looking for forgiveness from you, there are probably countless people who die holding on to unforgiveness. <clears throat> and there is forgiveness of yourself. In our humanness, we can do a lot of silly, stupid things sometimes. We have to forgive ourselves. We have to humble ourselves and realize we're just humans. We do these things, and praise God, we have a God that forgives us. He sent his son to forgive us, so why, why can we not forgive ourselves? And many people can't. <clears throat> so the inspiration for the point of forgiving yourself comes from Tuesdays with Maury, a book written by Mitch Alborn. It's a book about a young man reconnecting with his old sociology professor who is dying from ALS. They meet every Tuesday until the day Maury, the old professor, dies. Maury calls these meetings his last thesis, and the young student jots down everything, everything he can from the professor's last words. Great book, not necessarily from a Christian perspective, but it made me think, he says. The Twelfth Tuesday made me think the most where they talk about forgiveness. Maury begins by telling a story about someone he failed to forgive and then begins anew. It's not just other people we need to forgive. We need to forgive ourselves. Ourselves, asks Mitch, the student. Yes, for all the things we didn't do, all the things we should have done, all the mistakes we made, you can't get stuck on the regrets of what should have happened. That doesn't help you when you get to where I am. I always wished I had done more with my work. I wished I had written more books. I used to beat myself up over it. Now I see that never, that never did any good. Make peace. You need to make peace with yourself and everyone around you. Forgive yourself, forgive others. Don't wait, Mitch. Not everyone gets the time I'm getting. And that is so true. <clears throat> We can be here one minute, and we can be gone the next. I was driving with a friend the other day, and she said, 
I was coming down this road the other day, and there was a stop. She had the right-of-way. There was a stop sign, a side road, and there were trees. And I presume the driver that was coming, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he didn't see the stop sign. And she said he was flying in his black pickup truck. She said, if I'd been two seconds faster, I would not be here. That's how fast it can happen. My landlord lost a son this summer, 15 years old. Went out four-wheeling. Never came home. It can happen so fast. Don't wait to forgive people. And don't wait to ask for forgiveness if you're in the wrong. And the last one, you're probably going to gasp. Forgiveness against God. God has done no wrong that we need to forgive him. However, all of us go through things and wonder why God allowed it to happen. We talked about this at our Bibles, women's Bible study the other, the other week. And, and, and it, it's a question. We know God is unlimited in power and knowledge. We see injustices and extreme suffering happening every day. And he appears to do nothing. Children in our world starving to death, wars, killing people. This may cause us to be bitter and upset with God. Many people are. Many people are bitter and upset with God. I think I told you the story before. I was doing chaplaincy. I was chatting with a gentleman. Finally, I said, do you believe in God? And he looked at me and he said, I've, I've been a tow truck driver all my life and I go out to accidents and I, I lift a car up and there's a dead child. I don't know if I believe in God. We can understand that. We can understand it. What about this huge thing that's happened in Beirut, this big explosion. Was it neglect? Did somebody do that? People, people, so many people killed, so many people homeless. Where was God? That's what we say when these things happen. Where was God? Well, he's there. You know he's there. You know he's right there all the time. He is in control. So why do we need to forgive God and let him off the hook? Because of what, will, what it will do for us, just the same as when we forgive others. What it will do for us. We must forgive those who hurt us, and we must forgive God who lets hurtful things happen to us. We experience peace when we forgive or are forgiven, and we experience peace when we forgive God. God loves you. He gave his only son for you. Don't forget that. <clears throat> this week, I play too much on the computer. I really do. And I play solitaire, social solitaire, and I'm on a team, and I'm ahead of the, the leader of the team of 10 people, and there are hundreds of teams 
And of course, we're very proud and we're a very hard working team because we're always in the top 10. Now I'm boasting, woohoo. It's just a game though. It's just a game. But what happened this week was really a mystery to me. I was short a player. I took someone off by mistake, actually. Couldn't get her back. So I was looking for a new player, okay? I tried four people. They requested to come on, but they never played. Okay, that's okay. We'll just put a new one on. We'll put a new one on. We'll put a new one on. And then we got the fifth player, and I... I put her on. She had good numbers after her name. I put her on. And some of the team members said, Oh, good, it's Susan. She's been on our team before. She's a really good player. Oh, woo, oh, woo. We're going to do good with Susan. Whoopie-doo, whoopie-doo. And they were all happy. And there were some that had left the team but still talk on chat. And, oh, yes, she was a good player. But Susan came on. And she didn't play. She thanked me for putting her on. She didn't play. And I asked some, I said, what, what is wrong here? What is wrong? Why is this girl not playing? What has happened in the past? Is she angry? And the one person that had been the leader of the team said, well, can't really remember. I remember her being on. I might have had to put her off to put a better player on. I said, is she holding a grudge? And that's all we could figure out. I left her on for two days. <clears throat> Begged her to play. Please play. Why are you not playing? And we all decided she was getting even with the team. And I, didn't ca I did care that she didn't play. It'd be a lie if I said I didn't care. But that wasn't the point. It's just a game. The point was to me, and it was so funny because I was preaching on forgiveness, she was holding a grudge, and she was going to get even. Oh, how, how often do we do that? And my heart became so heavy over the Susan. And I found myself crying. Oh my gosh, I hope I don't start crying because once I start, I'm done. Um, God just put her on my heart and I started praying for her. <clears throat> and I said, I don't want to do this, Susan, but if you don't play by six o'clock tonight, I have, to, I have to replace you. And I did, but I pray for her. If, if she's that way over a silly little game, can you imagine what her life must be like? I pray for her. And that's how silly us human beings can be. That is how absolutely silly we can be. So we have to forgive. We have to ask for forgiveness. We have to forgive. Because it takes an enormous burden off of our shoulders when we forgive. I was one of those people carried unforgiveness for many years. Finally gave it to God. What? A burden is lift off your shoulder. You have no idea what he does for you. He's amazing what he does for you.
as human beings living in a broken world and redeemed by the grace and the blood of Christ. We so easily judge and hold grudges and we're not quick to forgive when we're wronged. We like putting people in cages and holding on to the key of revenge. Doesn't make us happy. So I'm asking you, are you postponing mending a relationship because you think you still have time? Or because you're right and they're wrong? Many people leave waiting to make amends with someone only to have that person die before you have that chance for that conversation. I urge you, my friends, if this is your situation, go home and call that person, that family member, that friend, that relative, whoever. Seek forgiveness and give forgiveness. Take that burden off of your shoulders and let God do the judging. He's our judge. Whenever somebody does something wrong to you, just give it to God and love them anyway. And you say, oh, Bonnie, that's easier said than done. Yeah, but you can do it. I know you can. I have faith in you people. Let God do the judging. All of us will be judged one day. And we stand before Jesus and he says, why didn't you forgive What are you going to say? I don't feel like it. I hate that person. Nope, nope, not forgiving them. Well, there's going to be a little problem for you if that's the case. Because if you do not forgive, your Father in Heaven will not forgive you. We have to be humble. We have to practice humility. And we have to follow Jesus' example of those two traits, humbleness and humility. Let us pray. Father God, forgive us when we don't forgive. Help us to forgive. Help us to ask for forgiveness. Give us humbleness. Give us graciousness. Give us the ability to give grace to others. And God, we thank you so much for taking our burdens lightening our lives can make us feel like we can fly when we give the junk in our lives away to you. Thank you for taking it for us. Thank you for this beautiful day you've given us. You give us so much, Father. You give us so much to be grateful for. And if we're holding unforgiveness against you, Lord, forgive us for that and help us to get over it. Sometimes we just don't understand your ways. They're tough sometimes, God. But over and above all that, your love for us is enormous. And we have to learn to have faith in you, in whatever you do, whatever you choose. You are good to us here, God. We pray for those countries that are not as blessed, that are going through trials. Heavenly Father, help us never to complain. Forgive us when we complain. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this service. Thank you for these people. Bless each and every one of us. We need you. We always need you. Thank you, Father. Amen.